Welcome back, people. It's episode 40 of the Taxi Squad Podcast. It's also season two. And welcome back. Hey, Vince. Yes. Hey, Vince. That was so aggressive. Hello, people. Yes, Mike. What's up? fucking spooky season it is dude happy spooky season happy october mike just caught me off guard so aggressively <laughs> right there but i'm happy we're starting it up today um a lot of fun shit planned for this for this uh episode here mike i'm excited we have so much planned for this episode uh more so than most and i mean we are back with a lot of uh familiar faces yeah. even though you don't know their faces necessarily unless you right. follow us on instagram which you should do FYI. I mean, if you looked at the title of this episode, you're already going to know he's here. Norman Nate is going to come and give us that CFB breakdown that we love. So I'm desperately needed and desperately yes. missed. And uh, we we definitely uh, miss that voice on this podcast. So we hope you enjoy it as much as we um, enjoyed just recording it because it was a hoot. Um, so yeah, let's get straight in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we're going to get straight into it. Um, Vince, we are back with another strange and unusual. Yes, we are. Uh, and it also has to do with not necessarily adultery, um, but exposing More just like a sexual assault or <laughs> whatever. Borderline? I mean, it was an Abu Dhabi, so is that allowed? Indecent exposure. <laughs> I don't fucking know. What do they do? They drive Lamborghinis for cop cars there. Who fucking knows? True. Um, for people that don't know, and I'm sure you do, and I'm sure if you listen to the show, you saw this and you're like, well, I know what the first thing is going to be on this episode. Antonio Brown took his hammer, for lack of a better term, and was swimming around the pool naked, tossing this girl around. It was all, the whole thing was very weird. The whole video is very weird. And you've seen the screenshot of him just like, you know, humping out of the water and his, his rod is just out there. So Antonio Brown took his penis out, basically, is what strange and unusual is this week. Yeah, I mean, this guy, I don't know what the hell he was doing. So as the story would go, he's in the pool in Abu Dhabi. He's got some, who knows, he's got some thotty in and around him. And he's like playing around with her and it's all giggly, laughy, laughy, laughy. Clearly, they are under some sort of intoxicant yes um and he decided it was a good idea at that point in time to lift up his pelvis from the water and what uh appeared from there was a Loch Ness monster uh, for 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 all uh other words yeah um dear lord in the morning uh that guy congratulations to him he's well endowed that man yeah now (laughs) i will say that no one in their right fucking mind is in a public pool without pants on right um and to kind of lead into that are we under the impression that after that vontez burf said hit uh on that monday night game which was a shit show of a game yeah uh, from just a general statement. So not only did that hit happen where AB got absolutely destroyed, but that is also the game, which is also incredibly sad that Ryan Shazier um, basically became a quadriplegic, yeah. um, which is just horrific. And it goes to show you how quick this game can just. And how violent it is, man. It well, really is. And and that's why, you know, don't get me wrong, I understand safety in the game and all this good stuff, but this is a violent game. And this is a collision sport. So, you know, these are the things, unfortunately, we have to see over time. And I don't believe it will ever go away. No. In quote, no matter how much tackling training you do or any of those things. But with that also being said, is it to be believed that after that hit happened to AB, I mean, he's never been the same. 
Yeah. I mean, it's hard to like quantify when like it's I would I say it would it'd be pretty safe to assume that there is a at least a small semblance of CTE that's fucking his head up because he does crazy shit almost all the time. And it's always very sporadic. I'm not going to say that that was the one thing, but I'm sure that helped it along because that was the most fucked up hit. And then kind of since then, everything's gotten kind of sketchy with him after that. Um, Yeah, this the video, it's relatively disturbing because it seems like they're having fun for a little bit. And then it turns into a very like, I need to get away from this guy situation. Yeah, I don't know. It was when I saw it. I think the worst part about it is I was like, that doesn't surprise me in the least like indecent exposure for sure. But it was that's on par with what I expect from him at this point. Well, what I will say is that this guy is all sorts of fucked up right now. And it's actually really sad. It is, Um, you know, not to go too far down this, but I mean, not only that, I mean, he posts a picture of him giving a hug to Giselle on Twitter um, from the Super Bowl year, and it's like, dude, what? Like again, you know seemingly the only person that is on his side at this point. Tom Brady Tom resurrected Brady your him. fucking career. Yeah. Without Tom, you don't get a comeback, and you post that shit because he just doesn't fucking give a shit, you or know, his brain is just shit is what he is. CT is known to, um, you know, mess with your decision making. That is definitely something that has been said, and like very sporadic, very bad decision-making, and that's definitely one of them. But, you know, there's there's two sides to every sword. You don't do that, especially with the news that's coming out now, divorce lawyers, all that stuff with Tom Brady and Giselle. It's just, yeah, it's in poor taste. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely. And, you know, I feel for Tom right now. hate to say I called this um, because I feel for, for TB12, um, and I hope it doesn't happen. But on the flip side of that, in a weird way, Years Tom goes through breakups, his teams usually rise to the top like cream. <laughs> so okay. we will see. I don't know. I hope everybody loved that analogy as much as I love seeing it. I liked it. Yes. Can we play something a little more upbeat? It is the college football spectacular. Everybody, the boys are back in town. Put your hands up. Norman yeah. Nate. Yeah. It's been too long. How are you, sir? I am delicious. How are you, buddy? Oh, I'm fucking fantastic. Awesome. We are we are coming back hot, man. I mean, hey, it's been a it's been a quick start to the college football season. I know we've all been grinding and getting back to it, but I mean, it is just wonderful to hear your beautiful voice. So I I'm jacked, man. Likewise, likewise. Vinny, where yeah, are you in I'm, this whole situation? You know what? I'm good. I feel like I haven't needed, like I have watched college football, but I haven't needed to watch college football because my boys just take a nice little break in the middle of the season all the time. So it's good. Um, I feel like there's a lot of like, you know, sneaky little teams. I might be a Tennessee fan now, but I'm, you know, oh, I'm intrigued God. to hear what Norman Nate has to say because you're our source, my man. You're our source. Hell yeah. Well, those barking. boys are about to get, the dogs are barking <laughs> and the dog is back. My, my boys are fired up for this episode, just like you guys are, just like we all are. We love to hear it. And Nate, you are a dog of dogs. So welcome back to the grind, my friend. So want your thoughts so far on OU's kickoff to the season? You know, we're going to get into the recap of last week. But, you know, so far, you were sorry as Venables all off season and not really looking forward to this whole USC uh <laughs> USC merger, O-U-S, so to speak. For what you OU know. West. 
OU West. So what's your what's your thought process of Venables so far this season? So I think he's done. I, th- I think he's really done a great job. And I know that sounds uh, bizarre, uh, especially when you know we broke uh, two little records uh, last weekend against the mighty Horn Frogs of Dallas Fort Worth, uh, Texas Christian University. Uh, which, by the way, I was a Charger fan. You know, uh, I know a lot of you guys know that uh, I grew up in San Diego, so we were big Chargers fans. So Daniel Tomlinson played there, and I, what a stud right. he was! I just always yeah. felt shitty that he went to such a garbage ass NFL team. That ain't his <laughs> fault. Uh, but uh, that's that's neither here nor there. We broke two records. Uh, one of the records uh, we hadn't lost, and I want you to really think about this: we hadn't lost back to back regular season games. We had not lost two games in a row since 1999. So it has been 23 years since OU has lost back-to-back regular season games. That's a pretty good fucking run, I would say. I mean, no matter what sport you're looking at, that's pretty fucking impressive. But, you know, it was embarrassing to lose it that way. And and the other kind of record, you know, that we that we decided to beat, you know, because we wanted to we wanted to beat the good, the good records is we had never in the history of Oklahoma football, we have never given up that many points to an unranked team in the history of Oklahoma Sooner football. Uh, So that was kind of fucking embarrassing. Um, But, you know, I I was talking to the Reverend a little bit before we got this party started, and and I think that's by and large (laughs) uh, a great extension of what has killed us um, since our last national championship. Uh, in 2002, uh, I think it's a lack of physicality. And I think that there was a big time decision that was made uh, under the Bob Stoops and coming from uh, the Mike Leach air raid uh, video game offenses that we're going to get a bunch of sisters and we're going to get the weakest but fastest and most in shape people that can do wind sprints. And we're going to have a basketball team and put football pads on. And, and, and that was, that was a calculated decision that they made. Um, you know, we don't want big offense and defensive linemen that are really powerful. They can't do 96 offensive snaps in a game. They can't do it. We're that's not there yet. They, that's what they think. Especially um, running you know, our biggest, our too. biggest wide receiver that's, that's been, you know, actually on the field has been five, five, 11, six foot. Isn't that Mar- Isn't that Marvin Mintz? Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. another slot guy as at a, at a one receiver yeah. spot, and he so, stayed. Uh, he stayed though. He, he stayed stay. out of all of them. He stayed. He stayed, and I thought that was really cool of him. Uh, you know, he's really bought into the program, and that's good. But you know, the supporting cast around him, um, Brent Venables walked into a team that was gutted uh, by our boy from Mule Shoe, Texas, Lincoln Riley, um, that had no real love for the University of Oklahoma. Uh, was not a program guy. Didn't care to be here. And that was real obvious uh, before he t- left. T- time out. I mean, ah, come on. Come is. on. I mean, he was a program <laughs> guy. Stoops guy. He stayed as long as he could. But he knew it wasn't going to go further than what it was, especially not in the SEC. And, I mean, we've discussed money. that in the past. You yeah, know, and the money thing helps in having access yeah. to a private chat. Uh, mm-hmm. But so, so to kind of get into this, Nate, so two weeks in a row now, Get blown out by the Horn Frogs. Aiden Martinez just runs all over you in Norman, and yeah, then he comes crazy. out this week and plays Texas Tech and does a similar dance. Right? Is K State real this year with 
Aiden Martinez at the helm? I don't know. You know, uh, against likewise opponents, you sure. Um, you know, will, would they be able to do something like that against Georgia? Probably not. Um, but what they're doing is, and it's brilliant, and, and they'll probably end up winning the Big 12, is they're saying, hey, look, you know, we, we don't got a guy with a cannon. We don't got a guy that can throw the ball 40 yards down the field, but he's about the size of a tight end. He runs pretty good, and we got a bunch of farmers on our offensive line. Let's essentially turn into a service academy, and let's just run the fuck out of this football. Uh, and forget, that's what he's a doing. grown ass adult too. He's like 23 yeah. or something like that. Right. He's been in college football for a minute. Yeah. When he yeah, takes his is... football helmet off, he looks like he's 35, you know? Yeah. He's an accountant. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, all these, all these big 12 teams are similar uh, under the whole abortion that came out of uh, Texas tech through Mike Leach is <laughs> let's get a bunch of, you know, freshman looking kids throw football pads on them and we'll just run around you know and and do hook and ladders and crazy fucking plays and let's just score 80 points and you know if the other team scores 79 that's fine we won by one one. what a great game Uh, and so and so with k-state it's brilliant right and so uh they got a guy i can't remember his first name but klein's his last name and he's our offensive fine. coordinator now. And he was that. That's who he was when he was at K-State. He okay. was just a bigger Tebow, you know, uh, just Fair a enough. tight end looking guy. Dante Culpepper sized. You know, just a yeah. big oh, Wow, that's a big boy. That's yeah. a man. Dante yeah, Culpepper could have played right tackle. That's no, no shit. No, I know. Yeah. And, and, so similar. and so that's how he's running his offense. And it's going to be very successful in Big 12. But the problem is going to be when you line up against other grown-ass men, you know, and that's either in the Big Ten or the SEC. You know that bullshit's going to come to a screeching halt. So, so will they be successful? You know, here in conference play, of course they will be. I think so because uh, they're playing uh, teams that are not designed to stop that kind of madness. And and, so and, they, and that goes to to Brent Venerables. That is not his fault. You know, he walks in into this. He's got a bunch of sisters on the team, and and they're just not ready to play physical and, football. And Nate, that is a Nate Norman ism. So, what is the exact definition of sisters? Mm. It's a Catholic so, school. <laughs> so, so the exact definition, right? It's kind of gray, as most natisms are. You kind of get the gist, but uh, more or less, right? Uh, you know, what does your little sister do if you have one, right? She mm-hmm. bitches and cries about shit all the time, right? And she's a little bitty thing, you know. She's about ninety-five pounds, soaking wet, uh, and you know, runs to mom and daddy when you tell her that she's full of shit, you know. Um, and so, I love it. I love so it. That's, that's kind of the general uh, deal of a sister. Uh, you know, you're you're a little bit weak. Uh, you want to, you know, analogy. try to find excuses everywhere that you possibly can, and, and then blame the right next now. guy for your problems. And that would be right the sister deal. And my uh, mind so, went straight to nuns. I'm not gonna lie. To nuns, right? To so, nuns. so, so, so when we talk about the nuns, yeah. we talk about the little sisters of the poor, which there is what are. we are this year of the Big Twelve. Well, to get into the Big 12, Nate, so Oklahoma State is rolling right now, currently a top 10 team. And I know you are not about the go poke uh, game, but you are an Oklahoma guy, in in quote. (laughs) And I know you're not necessarily ever going to switch allegiances. But you said K-State maybe winning the Big 12. I'm looking at Oklahoma State, and I'm saying, okay, they just beat Baylor, really tough squad, undefeated so far on the year. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, does I mean do, do they do, run do with they, it? Do, do yeah. they have some some real validity here to win the Big Twelve? I mean, Leach over there is doing his thing. 
Yeah. No, I, th- I, I think they do. I think K-State does. I, you know, with Oklahoma State, they're about similar to Oklahoma. Um, they're going to choke it up. Um, they're a little bit more physical than we are. Uh, certainly this year, they're a little bit more physical than we are. Uh, but Gundy's known to choke. I, I love a Gundy. Gundy. I think he's a great guy. Uh, but the poor bastard just can't win a conference championship. He can't do it. Uh, I find his it mullet. Funny. His mullet alone will win them a championship. And I was at the Sugar. Oh, I was at the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl last year, live in the flesh. And that boy said these boys didn't have any quitting them. And that is the most Oklahoma fucking thing I have ever heard in my life. Yeah, so, no, and and, and they, they love him. All the Oklahoma State fans love him. He'll be there probably forever. But oh, I mean, yeah. excuse me. The Big Twelve oh, is great. Is. Kansas is fucking undefeated. I mean, which is the worst team? It's uh, Les Miles still there. Forgive me of my ignorance, but who's coaching? Them I think right? he's gone. I think he's not. Less, less split. They, they right? the Mad Hatter. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who who is even. Oh, I knew this like two days ago. Damn it! I'm finding it right now. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So but, some, uh, yeah. some more interesting topics I want to get into. So Georgia goes in to Mizzou wow. on Saturday and almost fumbles the bag. Does mm. this put Georgia in contention being in that bottom four, considering Mizzou had no business being in that game as far and as long as they were, and for a certain point they looked to be going to win the game? lose in uh, kind of an upset, I'd say. But, I mean, yeah. Georgia is Georgia, and Mizzou is Mizzou. Mizzou is a former, what, Big 12 product? They have, they no, mm-hmm. they have no business being in the SEC, like most former Big 12 schools. No offense. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just saying, does Georgia now come back down to earth in rankings, even though they, they stayed the same? They are always two, but... In your eyes, is Georgia someone who you could see potentially dropping one this year? Uh, probably not. Um, okay. You know, and I think that's one of the things. So it's just kind of a two part deal here. You know, so the, so to address the first the first part of, of this two this two part problem um, is you know the the idea that the Big Twelve teams, especially in your top tier teams, your OU's in Texas, right, uh, that they don't belong in the SEC. And I really, I really, really struggle with that. Sure, you know, you have Alabama, fine. You would, they, they're going to almost win it every, and you've got Georgia, right? But we look at the rest of them. Okay, Kentucky's hot this year. How long does that last? Auburn, all over the place, right? LSU, sometimes they're hot, sometimes they're not. Florida, fucking trash. Fucking Vanderbilt, consistently trash. So, so when we talk about the SEC, I feel like everyone talks about the SEC in a top to bottom format and not the top. I think it's a little bit unfair and a little bit ridiculous, but you know, so that's kind of the first part of that. So uh, the other part of that is Texas A&M and Mizzou left the big 12. They go to the SEC and Texas A&M again, not world shakers, right? But they'll give Alabama fucking fights. You know, they'll, they'll upset a Georgia here and there and remind you they were never in contention when Nebraska OU and Texas was here. So you had your your mid-range teams, and fuck Missouri, when they left, um, they weren't even in the top half of the Big 12, right? So, But we take Texas A&M, which was probably the fourth or fifth best team, and they kind of hang in there, right? Um, so when we bring the top two teams in there, are they going to have some success? Absolutely. Are they going to win the SEC? I don't think so. Um, but the, so, so that's kind of to answer the SEC question. I, I think OU Texas will be just fine there. On okay. the other part of that 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 equation, right? 
This is why I fucking love college football, guys. Absolutely. This is why we do what we do. Well, this is why we do what we do, right? Because (laughs) every game fucking matters. Every one of them does. You know, in 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 NFL, right? Eli Manning wins a fucking Super Bowl. They go into that uh, that uh, playoffs as a wild card as a five hundred team. It didn't even fucking matter that they had to win every game. But here we're talking about well, can Georgia? What's going to happen to them when they had one stumble against Mizzou? You know, that's that's why I love college football because every fucking game, no matter if it is like we talked about, um, Northeast Maine. St. Mary's Little Sisters of the Poor, even if you play them, if you are not on your game or you got too hammered at the titty bar the night before, they might beat your ass. And it is I mean, is. truer words have not been spoken. And speaking of potentially getting hammered at the titty bar, Texas A&M yeah. so far this season has looked like absolute dog shit. Oh, and Jimbo, Jimbo was talking mad shit before the season started, calling Nick Saban not the czar you think he is, and all this happy good shit. Right. They and started A&M, four, right? What's up? They started ranked four, right, in the nation? Yeah. Oh, yeah, now they they're not really even really ranked. Right. Yeah, now they're unranked. <laughs> now they're unranked, lost to Mississippi State by 22. Jeez. Yeah. Those yeah. Bulldogs so, run, boys. <laughs> I, I just feel as if his Jimbo suspect – that he is this former guy and he is not necessarily the guy and all this NIL money coming in and all that good stuff. Does it really matter? Because it's not looking like it matters much, at least right now. Yeah. So, so I personally, I am a personal Jimbo fan in the sense that what an American treasure and anyone that ever says the American dream is not possible. Look at Jimbo Fisher. You're a fucking liar. The guy's name is Jimbo. Jimbo. That was my point. <laughs> and the fucking cocksucker makes God knows how many tens of millions of dollars a year. And let's keep in mind, I don't know how people think the dude was successful because when he came from Florida State, Florida State has dropped off like Texas. Just because no. of James Winston. Don't yeah. you dare forget. Man got yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Sure, stealing crab legs and all that kind of Dog. nonsense. But hey, football <laughs> players will football play. Right? Hey, I am a... Set so, like I will never ever not like Jameis Winston. I want to put that out there. He's my boy. So sorry, go on. He is. Hey, look, guys. You know, if you want to win national championships, you're not going to get guys bright enough to win chess championships. It is what it is. We need football players. That's right? a good we damn don't point. Need civil engineers. That is one of the best one-liners I've ever heard. Hey, Andrew Luck time. didn't win a national championship, did he? He never did. No, no. Think he won. That. You know, he won a Rose Bowl, but that's about it. I mean, think about that. Yeah, I mean, no. uh, yeah. No, I mean, it just it is what it. But yeah, so Jimbo Fisher, right? And so, and so then you look, you look at programs, and so I've tried to put that into perspective of how blessed we've been to not have two losses in a row since '99 for 23 years. And you know, we take a look at that, and for the first time, for the first time since 2002, we have a top five recruiting class coming in. Um, that's huge. Bob Stoops was the last one to get a top five recruiting class. Not even Lincoln Riley, not once. Uh, even with some of those offensive firepower weapons that he got, got rated out at a top five recruiting class. And so Brent Venables, he's laid the groundwork to turn this bitch around. And 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 so I'm really, really happy with that. You know, Jim Jimbo Fisher and, and, and how that guy keeps getting jobs, I don't know. Well, I can tell you this, though. There's a lot of money at AM, and their Board of Regents are super, super pissed off at his performance. Well, how couldn't you be, especially with all the shit-talking in the offseason, and then Bama comes out, and, and I just don't understand. Everybody's like, well, Arkansas could be a, a, a true con- like opponent to it. them. 
We believed it for like two yeah. fucking seconds. They come in and they pump them by mm-hmm. 23. I mean, it's just like, huh? It, I mean, it is truly impressive how they just have depth that they do because oh, they were missing their top stud and this game because he went out. And it, it, well, it's... That, so that's 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 kind of what, again, you know, me and Vinny kind of got, got off on, on a sidebar here. That is the importance of recruiting. And that is the importance of having loaded five stars, right? Because if you're a coach that is even a quarter of a half dollar worth of shit, worth your weight in gold, right? But you have all these top top tier athletes, the drop off from your starters to third string is almost nil, right? You know, well, you take Bryce Young, people. the top QB recruit in all of the land right now. He is a like destined number one pick goes down. His backup can't even fucking name him comes in and just runs all over the field. Yeah, zoom, zoom, up, zoom, zoom, zoom. Right, just just like nothing ever happened. And there's the difference, right? And there's the difference in OU's situation, right? So we have a bunch of second stringers out there, and you see what we get, right? You see a whole bunch of oxygen thieves that have no business playing Division One football. Okay, Nate, Pac-12 teams, UCLA, USC, movement in on the horizon. How do you mm. feel about them? Yeah, so um, there's, you know, there's a lot to that. Uh, I really like um, the Big Ten move um, with USC and UCLA to uh, the Big Ten. I think it makes a lot of sense for both of those programs, right? Uh, you need to cut the umbilical cord that drags you down of being in the Pac-12 where no one even watches sports, right? Uh, they're more concerned about how much soy is in your latte. You know, I watched the cool fucking They Pac-12. used to. Yeah, from Chicago, right? From ironically Big Ten. Yeah, there's no reason you should be a USC fan for being on Right. I fell in love with the fucking Matt Leinert and Reggie Bush era. You could <laughs> yeah, eat right. a dick to the both of you, all right? Yeah. No, I so mean, that kind of that that well, that proves my point, right? The Big Ten country where football matters, right? Um, I, think that's a, I think that's a good move. And I also think Big Ten basketball-wise – um, when UCLA really gets their basketball program back to where it was, that's huge for them. I think it made a lot of sense, frankly. When, when that news broke, I was like, brilliant, right? Um, so there's there's some drama involved with the state of California and not trying to lose one of their UC schools. Um, California, obviously so massive. A, a lot of people don't know this, um, but the UC system of schools – has a, like an unbelievable amount of D1s, right? Cal is actually UC Berkeley, right? Yep. Um, right. So the Cal Golden Bears. So, uh, and UCLA is California. Yeah, right? Who's and there's UCSD. Huh? I mean, it just goes on and on and on. So it's a huge, a huge. No, no, no. Vince racket. throws a dick. What's the dick? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you. right? There's anyways. <laughs> Come on. Um, so, anyways, I think it makes this a lot of sense, guy. right? And so. Um, you know, I think it'll be a little tougher for uh, Lincoln Riley in the sense that at some point, and, and this is what I find really interesting about coaches, right? They're successful, the ones that are successful, because they do what they, they did to get them there, right? Uh, whether that's either play calling, scheming, um, strategy outright, whether that's recruiting, size, speed, what what is important to you, Right. What the difference is, though, what, what, what makes the, the ones that are going down in Hall of Fames and they're building statues of 
let's say like a Nick Saban, right? Is the ability to say, okay, I'm going to have the nastiest dudes on the face of the planet. But here a couple years ago, Saban was really struggling with the Ole Miss, the wide open Mississippi State, the wide open offenses. You know, he hated and was very vocal about this whole two minute drill from the kickoff all the way to the end of the game. That's not football, he said. Well, you right? saw that. But you would, saw that against Texas, though, this year, right? With, with Bama, you saw and, that. And, you're right. But again, that was Georgia and Mizzou is how I feel Alabama and Texas, right? Okay. Um, I, that was an afternoon that didn't look as good as it could have been uh, for Alabama. Uh, you know, props to Texas. I hate them, but, you know, props to them for, you know, doing <laughs> one for the Gipper. I mean, they they, they gave Horns it all down. she's got, Captain. Horns uh, down. But it was it's his ability to say, well, maybe I do need to find some speed, guys. Maybe I do need to figure out – an offensive coordinator where I'm not running an NFL offense. And now they do, you know, now Alabama is not just shutting people out or shutting them down. They're also throwing up 30 or 40 points, yep. which is something he didn't do five years ago. When you um, get that legendary and, quarterback too, I mean, right. Which is super helpful. Right. Yeah. And, and then the back in the day, he just wanted someone that wouldn't fuck it up. Hey, look, well, you're a quarterback. Just hand the ball off and don't throw an interception. Give it to Mark uh, Ingram. Give it to well, Derek. To kind of yeah. add to Nate's point, and he, he's talking about Lincoln and right. what that's going to be when he truly does play a team that's worthwhile. Because if Jeff you really Martin. look at this first four weeks of playing competition, or five weeks, should we say now, there's been no, no one that jumps off a page. If Stanford is something that jumps off a page, fine, but you did almost drop one to Oregon State, and the magic of Caleb Williams shows up. And Nate, uh, let's just say it here, um, Nate may just be capable of being a fucking scout because <laughs> you heard that here right first that Caleb Williams was the guy and he was going to take the job from Spencer Rattler, like basically soon. And then that was it like happened a year ago. shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So shout out to you for the eye of talent. A you, B um, that game makes me feel a little suspicious as a USC fan, because it's like, okay, you almost drop one to Oregon state. And then on the flip side of that, Utah um, absolutely destroys them. Yeah. by 20 plus points on Saturday. So uh, fine if you want to go into ASU and, and, and mollywop them because they have no structure right now. They don't have a leader. They don't have a voice. And then now, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend, the 15th, you play Utah. So I believe that's going to be the biggest test for USC and I'm really not high on that right now because Utah has a proven commodity mm-hmm. and played in a bowl game last year and this is something that I believe to your point may take a little bit of time in Southern California now the talent stream through Cali is insane there's oh, no is. denying it yeah I, I mean speed specifically but not necessarily speed, size speed quarterbacks the talent based positions you will find mm-hmm. Um, is something to be coveted in recruiting. Now, if we even look at this week from Pac-12 perspective, Washington State plays USC. Okay, Washington State dropped a bag against Oregon two weeks ago and had that game decisively won against a very good Ducks clan led by Bo Nix, who I don't know if Bo Nix fits in the Pac-12, 
Either no. way, it's fine. Um, the name doesn't but either. Still, Washington That's an Auburn State. alumni there. It is an Auburn alumni, and he is somebody who transfers and goes to the Pac-12 and lighted up offenses. But that's something that makes you kind of give you some signs that say, okay, well, Oregon barely, barely ekes that one out, comes back, wins in Washington State's house, and USC has that matchup this week, and and maybe one of the most difficult matchups they face this year, next to Utah, next to UCLA, next to some of the more ranked teams in the Pac-12. But I believe in the future you will see more competition come through this because of what Nate kind of alluded to before with that Pac-12 Big Ten merger headed for the future. Now, yeah, if we look at the I, Big Ten right now, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think it, I, if if Lincoln takes advantage of this, and he's he's clever enough, I hope he does. But when he goes to the Iron Belt and he's up there and he's up in you know northern Indiana, he's up there in Chicago, right? And Champagne. he starts recruiting, <laughs> right? He can look at some of these big ass iron worker corn fed bastards and say, wouldn't it be nice to be in 75 degree year round UCLA? So, I, I, or, or USC. Wouldn't it, it be nice hot. to show up in class and flip flops <laughs> right. every day? True. It's fucking cold and miserable up here, right? You're not a fucking Viking. It's not too bad. South Chicago. Let's get it's the not fuck too out bad. of here and go, let's go to Hollywood, right? So if he if he's clever about it and will and will and is willing and that was where the whole point was going if he's clever about it and uses this Big Ten merger to his advantage and gets sure he can get his speed and he can get his little 130 pound you know a junior high females to play corner he can do that but he's got to get some bigger linebackers he's got to have real tight ends. He's got to get some fucking beef on that front uh, defensive line. And, and if he if he can take advantage of that, and I think that's a pretty easy sell. Hey, do you want to freeze this winter? Fuck no, I don't. Come to Hollywood, California, right? And we can have all kinds of fucking, you know, burritos and great Mexican food. It's, it's amazing out there. Come out here and warm up. <laughs> if he's clever, then USC is going to be very nasty, I, right? I think that sells. I'm not going to lie. I think that sells in the future, especially if they're playing Big Ten. They can come back home and play against teams that, you know, their parents can come see them and everything like that. I I do think that sells. I need to ask you about two specific teams that I am giddy about this year. I, right now, am can't be a Notre Dame fan anymore because they just keep losing. I think Tennessee. Shit's weak. Tennessee has it going on right now. Josh Heupel has the team going. Hendon Hooker looks like a Heisman candidate. Have you been able to watch them? What are your thoughts on Tennessee this year? Tennessee's good, man. Uh, Tennessee's really good. Josh Heupel was great when he played at Oklahoma for us. Um, He kind of struggled as an offensive coordinator there for a little bit. Um, We kind of were zone read bandits, and that's all that we did. Yeah. Um, but as a head coach, it looks like, man, he's a, he's pretty decent at, at running the ship and it's nice, right? Uh, Tennessee gets a guy like Josh Heupel, uh, you know, has played in big games, uh, comes from a big time university with a lot of history. He knows how to win. Uh, so you're not getting some high school coach that's been very successful in West Texas, but has never, you know, had to coach this, this, uh, you know, to the next level. Um, I think they're really dangerous and Hey man, dude, <laughs> That's a hard place to play, right? Yeah. Uh, I think their stadium's like 110,000, 105,000. Uh, and if you so heard it, it against Florida, that shit was electric. They were oh, going yeah. at it in the stands. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I man, I think Tennessee is really tough. 
And, uh, you know, that's another school that has a lot of history. It just sucks that they've been in the SEC. Uh, and so, you know, they've had some kind of gatekeepers, right? Uh, <laughs> Alabama being one of them. Uh, yep. And then if, if Alabama is not the gatekeeper, then that would be the year that LSU is hot. Or that would be the year that Georgia is hot. And so that's really tough for Tennessee. But, man, I think they're going to be really yeah. good. I, I, I think personally, I think their biggest problem is going to be Georgia. Uh, mm-hmm. Those those are real dude. They are real fucking men on that team. Call it what you want on Mizzou uh, and, and, and that game, right? Again, everybody's been to a titty bar, right? Uh, <laughs> it will get you once in your life. Um, maybe that I think was that's the accurate. Case I think Georgia. everybody has been. I, I think so. Well, yeah, Vince, this say. is your this is going <laughs> to be your test. You know, they get a they get a yeah. week here. Uh, they get a week off, but uh, Tennessee plays Bama October fifteenth. Yeah. So if you want your litmus test, you're about to receive it. Um, We're going to learn a lot y- that day. <laughs> now you're going to play. Uh, you're you're going to play old old boy from uh, from Notre Dame. Him and his yeah. family at LSU this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the following, when, oh, man, that's a dub. This, you think that's, that's a dub? dub? You're taking Tennessee I mean, on that. I'm taking Tennessee over LSU easy. Yeah. It's a midday Nate, what game. Are your thoughts? It's LSU what are your... home game, midday game. They're not playing at night. It's not going to be the same. They're going to win. Hmm. Sorry, shouldn't you say that? Interesting. I, I am I am very caught up right now, and and every and, and you want to talk about this Hayden Hooker? Cool, cool, cool. I'm really caught up on this. What's his name? Will Levis or Levi's? Yeah. He is Levis. Yes. Levis stud. Absolute stud. Almost squeaks that game out against Ole Miss on Saturday. We're talking about SEC quarterbacks. That might be someone to pay attention to coming out this Stoops year. Talk. Yeah, what about baby. Stoops talk? I'm saying Mark Stoops, baby. He's got oh, that team that going. Oh, Stoops. Hey, they, <laughs> they are rolling right now. And this yep. kid is a large reason behind why they are rolling. And just to kind of get some history behind this guy, both of his parents were Division One athletes. I don't know if anybody knows. No, that's his mom. No kidding. Like, like his mom was a Division One soccer player, and his dad also played at Kentucky as a tight end growing up. So, I mean, this kid's an absolute freak uh, if we're talking genetics. So he has the ability to do that. Now, I will say he's a tough motherfucker, too, because I caught the first half of that game. He came up with a dislocated index finger. It looked literally like it was going the other direction. That shit was a right angle. Yeah. And he looked at the ref like, hey, dude, I need to get this taken care of. Literally got to pop back in the place, was back in the next play. Yep. So you are a absolute freak and maybe a psychopath to him. be able to do it. He's got a dog in him, right? He's got a dog in him. So. We'll get into that, but but Nate, I mean, this is the weekend we wait for for years, and mm-hmm. to kind of get into that, it is the biggest rivalry, in my opinion, in college football, be it what you will. A lot of people say it might be Michigan against Ohio State, yeah. might be Florida against Florida State. Yeah. Yeah, eh, this is big. So this weekend's OU Texas, Texas State Fair. Last year, Caleb Williams pulls a rabbit out of his hat, beats the booger eater, a.k.a. Sarkeesian. Uh, now it's kind of a different script. We know we got your your guy that you got a tattoo on your ass, uh, a.k.a. <laughs> Venables. Uh, which is boy. Your guy. That's your boy. And we confirm so, they don't have that yet, right? No, no, we don't have that. Was just, that was, he was just bullshit. If it starts coming, it's coming. It's coming. 
Yeah, you're right. That's that's what I'm saying. So with all that being said, Nate, what are your predictions for this great rivalry on Saturday? Uh, yeah, man. So for for those that don't know, um, you know, it's a uh, unbelievable event, right? Um, and all these other schools, you know, uh, and and I believe is Florida, Georgia, but um, you know, they play. Some of them play in neutral sites. Some of them play. Uh, at their homes, right? Like Michigan uh, and Ohio State. Um, this is crazy, right? This is uh, at the Texas State Fair in Dallas. Uh, it's neutral. It's actually a closer drive from Norman to Dallas than it is Austin oh, to Dallas uh, by like six miles. So oddly enough, it's a little bit closer to Norman than it is to Austin uh, or the University of Texas is. Um, but it's a state fair. So when you get your ticket, uh, you actually get a ticket to go into a fair. Uh, and you walk through the fair gates, which is just that environment is really wild and bizarre. Um, And it's a very old stadium, also 100,000, really big stadium, very old, very gritty, if you will. uh, And it shows, and that kind of adds to the nostalgia of the event. You literally, at the top of the stadium, you just walk right out, you take one right, you take one step out of the stadium, take one right, you get a corn dog or whatever you want. Uh, That's really wild. Um, half the stadium living right uh, there. the 50 yard line is all orange and their full band is there. And the other from the 50 yard line is all red. Um, and our band is there. Right. And so both teams have really large bands. It's really loud and raucous. Um, before then they, they do it on social media and all of that. They'll tell you when the buses are going to be there. Um, but when the Sooners roll up and their buses roll up just outside the stadium, all the fans get around the buses and they let the fans rock the buses while the players are in it. And the play, <laughs> the fans, the fans and the players are freaking the fuck out, dude. Uh, it's it's literally like a fucking riot, uh, which is why this game is played at 11 a.m. every year. It never changes and it never will. People have died, been shot, been stabbed at the state fair. Holy uh, shit! Got all what? Drunk and it was Jesus. <laughs> Wear your bulletproof vest, uh, people. These two states hate each other more than anything. Uh, because the people are the same, but we're a very little state. They're a very big state. Uh, they're really proud and fuck them for that. Um, and so it's the, the history. <laughs> I don't see any really problems big. there. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, so, so, so that puts the, the, the kind of the, I wanted to give some background for people of why this is the biggest game and why it's so fucking nuts. Um, there's no love lost between these two. You know, what, what do I think happens this week? This will probably be the damnedest thing I ever see in my life. I've seen some damn things in my life. This will be the damnedest I have ever seen. I would guess Bijan Robinson rushes for over 300 halfway through the second quarter. We'll, We'll probably be somewhere in the neighborhood, I would suspect, of 60 to 70 to, I hope, 14 in the favor of Texas. Uh, if we can score 14, it would be an act of God. Um, <laughs> and, and the reason I say that is is TCU, although having a good year, K-State, although having a good year, sure, they're strong little farm boys, but they're not as strong as the kids that Texas has. And strength and physicality is our weakness. So they are more strong, more fast, more physical than anything we've played to date, and Sarkeesian, their board of regents is not going to let them take the foot off the throttle. It's not going to happen. This is a game 
um, where, you know, fucking shit hits the fan, right? So they're not, they're going to, if they can put 90 on us, you can bet your ass they're going to be, yeah. thro- they won't need to throw the ball, but they'll be throwing fucking, you know, 10, 15 yard post plays just to run up the score because they hate us so much. So this is a bad news for Brent Venables. I, I really yeah, do. I'm worried about I will him. say I've been, I've been very active on the OU boards and all the fans have pretty much punted on this season. And pretty much there's a couple outliers, but pretty much all of Sooner Nation said, you know what, Brent, you have a good attitude. You walked into a shit show. It is what it is. It's fine. Um, it, we're not. We're, when we get when we get throttled, and we're gonna get we're gonna get beat like a freaking you know redheaded stepson. It's it's going it's going to be bad. It's going to be ugly. This is gonna be the worst orphanage you've ever seen in your life. And we don't care. We're it doesn't. It doesn't matter the amount of child endangerment that's going to happen to the Sooner players. It doesn't matter. We're just going to. Hopefully, no one gets killed on our team, which almost did last week, by the way, a couple of times. We're just going to hope these kids don't get paralyzed by Texas. Hopefully, they don't have to all get wheelchaired out of there. Um, and hopefully, there's enough hospital beds in Dallas um, for our boys. Um, because they're about to get fucked like you have never seen. I'm not going to lie, dude. This is depressing. I feel bad. For I mean, Nate, <laughs> I just love your, your apparent honesty. And uh, I, I love, I love the way you articulate things you hate. I just, <laughs> well, I it's one of my favorite things in life is to just hear Nate rant about something <laughs> that's going to be an absolute shit show. I mean, it's I've true. It's going it to be for bad. years and literally yeah. it just brings such a smile to my face, but I couldn't agree more that this yeah. is going to be the Molly Wops of Molly Wops. Uh, reports are right now that Quinn Ears is coming back from oh, his shit. dislocated shoulder against yeah. Bama. And I think oh. they've, he's been ready. I think they're just holding on. Um, to say, yeah, you know, we're not going to win every game this year, but this kid is a absolute stud, and he proved that against Alabama. So if we look oh, at absolutely, this, yeah, absolutely. How, Nate, how do you feel about uh, the incoming Texas quarterback and his last name and his lineage? Oh yeah, whatever. You know, okay. I mean, it's cute that you know, little Manning boy is going to be there, right? <laughs> uh, sure, Peyton's great. Eli, he's was breaking records this year. Yeah, and that's good in high school. Division one will be different. And yeah. once we roll into the SEC, if if we get there while he's still there, not already in the NFL. Well, I just don't understand. I just don't understand what the thought process was for him to go to Texas when Quinn Ewers, easily the best quarterback recruit, decided to stay at home, go there because he did initially uh, commit to Ohio State, then backed out now decided to come back home to Texas because of all the NIL money. Um, I don't know where Arch Manning fits in all this because it's I think not going to matter. He makes I more. Do. He's going to make the the school way more money than, than Ewers is. Even if I want him to, like Arch Manning is a money mm-hmm. grab. I know why he went there because liberals be damned in Austin, the hottest women on the face of this <laughs> planet and any other planet are in Austin, Texas. That's yeah. not if I was Arch Manning, I'd be like, NFL or not, statement. 
I'm going to go get me a trophy. Thank you very much. That and is not a false statement. No. Oh, whatsoever. my God. Dear Lord. It's unbelievable. It is pretty stupid. And they're all so nice. I know. Which is even it's like more a double win, right? Yeah. It's like not only is that a thing. It's like, yeah, no. Nate is right on point. But they're so nice. Yeah. And it's like, how could you be that good looking and that nice all together? And what? Mm. it's like, no matter. I mean, hey, that's. Have you ever seen? Have you guys ever seen the Hot Crazy Matrix? I don't of course, we've all seen the Hot Crazy Matrix. But what we're getting at is, is that George Strait <laughs> said it best. George Strait no. said it best. George Strait said it best. All his exes live in Texas. Yeah, that's that right. Is true, that is true words. Get everyone's George. a smoke show. Come on. Wish I could yeah, say the absolutely. same. God bless well, him. Vinny, we just got to get you to Texas. Yeah, I'm telling you. Mm, Single that's right to mingle, kid. That's up next. So we, we've put that to bed now. Vince, we are going to hit home at you for yeah. a little bit because you have totally discounted your team for the we rest of the season. So even fun. though even though you were like, Marcus Freeman's a fucking guy. I'm not worried he about is. Brian Kelly being gone. It's blah, the Venables blah, blah, thing. It's the blah, same blah. thing. You know, you it's the Venables Marshall, thing. It's the same thing. You lose to the Hanley School of the Blind. <laughs> and now BYU yeah. is coming to South Bend. Yeah. And... With that being said, do you know that if you look at the current lines for this game, BYU is actually being rated an underdog? Shut up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Underdog in South Bend. So I highly recommend if you're listening to this. Take that line. Go jump on that line right now before it changes because it is going to be a shit show. I don't think I. Okay. So you think they're going to get smoked. I don't think they're going to get, get smoked. smoked. I think their defense is going to play well enough to keep them in the game. I don't think they're going to win. Um, I just think it's going to be a little less high scoring than the expectation is because BYU's been on a tear. I get it, but like they put up twenty six against Baylor. Baylor's a good team. I get it. Thirty eight, forty one, thirty eight. I don't think they're throwing those. I don't think they're doing Utah State numbers to Notre Dame. That's the only opinion I have there. I don't think they're going to win, but I think it is going to be like a thirty twenty three, thirty twenty seven situation going on there. I don't know if I'm wrong, but that's my expectation. No, I'm with you too, Vin. I, I, you know, you know. Hopefully, the Fighting Catholics um, don't get embarrassed yeah. by the wild Mormons. <laughs> I, yeah. I hope that's not the case. It's a religious battle, um, dude. Come on, it is a religious battle. Um, but you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm glad that you too also are keeping your sanity with your program with yep. the Fighting Catholics. At, hey, look, we punt on this year. Both of our coaches are walked into a very tough spot. You know, give them a couple years, right? Brian Kelly took to, his yeehaw ass down to Louisiana State. I, I'm fine with it. It's cool. It is what it is. Yeah, I think that's funny. I think it's a punishment to live in the state of Louisiana. Hey, look, <laughs> if, you, if you are on this podcast and you listen to this podcast and you're from Louisiana, hey, you're probably a great person. I would love to drink a beer with you. But look yourself in the mirror. You know you live in a sorry-ass state. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Cold balls and strikes. It is what it is, you know. And now he went from up there to down there, and it, it's like a different planet for yeah. those who have never been to Louisiana. South it's Bend versus versus Louisiana is just there's no both like Baton both Rouge very South Bend. both very both very Catholic for the record. Google sure. it. Oh, absolutely. Both very Catholic. You yeah. Know, there's a reason cremation became became a thing, and I know this is very very uh, off. Off kilter. No, but, we're talking about cremation this week. <laughs> well, cremation was more so of a thing due to the fact that sea level, you're below it in New Orleans. Oh, shit. So all of these bodies that were buried were coming Rising to up. surface. 
world <laughs> after hurricane season and the archdiocese decided to say uh yeah you can burn them fuck it yeah, burn what them. are we gonna do with all these assholes that are floating down the street you know? <laughs> oh shit <laughs> doing with all these... Look, oh here's my family here's hey, my Martin. family floating what? down the street why is kevin's Modern dead body in my front yard solutions, right it is what it is i love yeah. it I love it. Well, boys, we were back this week, and yes. it has been so fantastic. Norman, Nate, thank you for coming back. And thank you. Back, yes. You always yeah. do. And no. uh, we uh, we need to make this happen again. So uh, probably we'll probably come back in a couple of weeks whenever later this Norman season, has, a, has a week off, and, and we are going to recount what we decided uh, the season will look like here. Nate, any final thoughts that you have for the rest of the season for college football? Yeah, there's there's no reason, guys. D- don't I'm telling you, I'm gonna be fine. Okay, uh, don't try <laughs> to do blow worry. me up during the game because after the first quarter, I'll be in a comatose with alcohol <laughs> fucking poisoning. Even though that I know I'm gonna get fucking pumped, like Yo. I've never been pumped like a whore at a whorehouse. <laughs> I don't fucking believe, but I'm going to get. I'm gonna I'm going to time travel. I'm going to be lost. And fucking alcohol. And I'll so, send you. Just, pu- I'll send you puppy vids, dude. Don't worry about it. Puppy vids and Baker highlights. That's yeah. all I'm sending you on Saturday. <laughs> Man, he makes me wet. I love Baker. Baker. Well, I I'm yeah, just saying good. that uh, I wouldn't hold on to that one for too long because uh, it's uh, not looking good in Carolina. I know. Uh, Fuck me. I know. Yeah, it is what so. it is. Yeah. At least I don't live in Louisiana, thank God. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Norman, thank you so much as always, man, for coming on. We've missed yeah. you greatly and uh, can't wait to have you back on the show soon. Uh, sure. College football classic. I mean, this is what we do. Uh, we'll be yeah, back yeah. soon. Thank you, Norman. Miss Thanks, you. Yeah, you're welcome. See you, dudes. Uh, but let's get into the NFL. Um, Tua got absolutely destroyed yep. on Thursday night, uh, the night we uh, came out with episode 39 and yeah. uh to speak of that um should he have played that game no um yeah. yeah and we had we had this conversation too and at the time you're we like i don't know it's like maybe people were going like too far into it probably shouldn't have played it now we know for sure that he definitely shouldn't have played that game um i don't know dude this is like a bad stamp on the nfl but this seems to happen every year and then nothing really comes along with it people get concussions i don't know what happened when he goes to the locker room in that scenario but i know now for sure that that man should not have been playing football that day no i think a lot of people within the organization knew um yeah and with all that being said i believe that then again it's also up to the guy he's a gamer right he's gonna want to play yeah He's going to want to play. There is no two bones about it. So I believe that a lot of it was put onto his shoulders. He's not going to say no if he gets yeah. the option to play. Unfortunately, he took a hit that you hate to see and that was so came scary. out of that hit looking like uh, Ted uh, where his stuffing got rearranged. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just not good. Um, and you hope he has a speedy recovery. Um, I don't remember his name off the top of my head. I don't either. Um, but the, the movie, um, concussion with Will Smith, the gentleman who they portrayed that film about, uh, has come out and he's a doctor and a neuro neuroscience guy. 
And uh, I love how articulate we are on this show. And um, very intelligent. As basically you. stated, uh, basically stated that Tua should never play again. Yeah, um, but like I don't think two is ever going to be like. Oh yeah, I agree. Any any real like doctor that understands like the, and I'm not going to claim that I'm a doctor either, but that understands how severe concussions can be are going to say that is that actually going to apply in this situation? No, it's not. This is where he makes his bread. He's going to go out and play again. Like that's the thing too. People were talking about two concussions within five days. It's like yeah, like that could literally kill a person. And people were worried about that, maybe a little too aggressively. But it can kill a person. It can cause like brain bleeding, whatever it may be. Again, not a doctor. Um, so maybe yeah. But in reality too, if any doctor was going to be like, hey, maybe you should stop playing this sport where you get your head bashed in all the time. It's kind of like a, like it's it's a it's a means of entry, honestly, into the game. It's like, listen, this is violent and it it's obviously violent and it's going to happen. And I don't see Tua saying, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to stop playing football. I mean, that's probably has something to do with Andrew Luck leaving early. Cause that guy's got a bright mind and now he's not playing anymore. And he, he should be as far as the way the NFL usually functions. Well, you look at guys over time and taking the amount of hits that they have, which Andrew Luck took a whole bunch. McMahon, man. With all that being said. Oh, McMahon. Well, McMahon just grew up in that era, though. Yeah. Well, right. He had no other choice but to get destroyed every Sunday. That's when helmet to helmet hits were a thing. I mean, that's when the game of football, in my opinion, was at its peak. Yeah. Um, Also, that maybe late 90s. So, um, but Vince, we had a week of picks mm-hmm. to lighten up the mood. Yes. Oh, okay? did. I feel like well, it came in light really week, light. Huh? <laughs> we brought down and then now we're going to bring it back to happy yeah. time. So I hope you're with us people. Um, so is, I mean, is Mike going to come back? Is no, <laughs> so I stated at the end of the week. Am I on a comeback? Uh, you fucking comeback. Boys. You went 11 Let's and go. five this week. I went 10 and six. You got me by a game. How about it? And Let's I'm go. happy you did because I've been waiting for some it's, competition it's a this slow year. Slow cycle. I've been oh, okay. waiting. Okay. And, and you now know, to add to this, who would have thought? This fucking guy always gives me cryptic texts, like, <laughs> like, like, doesn't give me like. Also, congrats on the picks this week, and he gives me like big eyeballs, like, oh, it could be bullshit, but it's not. No, nope. so. I'm trying to support a brother. I don't know what to tell you. There we go. Man. Who him be a facetious prick? No way. Me? No way. <laughs> this guy? No way. No way. So to kind of lean into the whole Tua talk, uh, the Dolphins played the Bengals yes. on Thursday night. I I accurately predicted this one. I also yeah. said maybe look at T. Higgins to have a night, which he had an absolute banger of the yep. night. Um, so right now the Dolphins without Tua, it's not looking good. No. Um, Mike McDaniel's probably understands that also yeah i mean if you're gonna have a backup quarterback though i would be keen on having teddy bridgewater over the majority of the backup quarterbacks in the nfl i will say that they're not the same team with teddy bridgewater and this is my whole thing with lefty quarterbacks like yeah they're professional football players and they'll figure it out but their entire offense gets flipped on its head when a righty comes in and i'm I don't want to underestimate how hard that has to be for a team to completely do everything opposite than what they've been doing in the past. Well, it's the opposite of exactly the opposite of everything. So as opposed to rolling out to your left, you're rolling out to your right. Right. Um, It's all those things. So we'll see. Time will tell. Um, We're going to get into more picks as we go. Who's the starting starting running back of the Dolphins at this point? Chase Edmonds getting – to that weird droppable standpoint yeah the fantasy owner. and raheem mostert had but a don't day. don't hit the panic button yeah not yet 
give it like two, three more weeks. If that's the consistency we start to see, then yeah, keep don't start them bench and maybe look at matchup. You know how that looks as a specific matchup where to go. I don't even want to talk about my fantasy team right now. Actually, I want to, um, (laughs) because I think that people deserve to have this because this happens to everybody. There's some people that got the best draft in in their league and they're sitting at one and three right now. I'm one of them. There's other people that are two and two. There's other people that are zero and four. You're screwed. I'm sorry. Like I know you, you thought you had a good team. It's over now. Um, you just hope for some waiver wire pickups and then some, some heat up. But honestly, try to come back from it, guys. But we're all screwed. We're all screwed again, my guy. Mind you, mind you, this is the guy who went one and three last season, uh, or this season. He's gone one and three. Yep. Um, and at least in our league, in our friends' league. Well, I'm gonna come back. Um, Okay. Well, it's funny you say that. Just me. So today, this week has just been a hell of a week. Uh, Javante Williams goes down, um, which I drafted in the fourth round. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is this has value. Uh, no, it doesn't. And then um, <laughs> Melvin Gordon, uh, Jonathan Taylor, um, with my oh, first pick no. in the draft, is now out with a high ankle sprain for tomorrow night. And um, if anybody knows about high ankle sprains, this is a shit show. Yeah that I cannot imagine uh, what to do. So uh, thankfully I made a trade with a good Samaritan in our league um, by the name of John. He's a great guy. Shout out John. I love John. Uh, Shout out, shout out John. Uh, Shout out Portland, John. Uh, We traded Travis Etienne uh, for Juju because they had Juju because Trojan country, let's ride. True. And with all that being said, I have Etienne. So I'm banking on upside. I also on my bench have, um, Brian Robinson Jr., the gentleman who was shot three times. Yeah. So I have a bunch of like maybe's. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah that James Robinson snap share is gonna be a little concerning for you this Sunday. I would say that. Time will tell. I'm not yeah. gonna start him till he has a banger. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna just continue to flow through this season sure. and we'll continue to move through it. Now, Vince, the Vikings and Saints. Yeah. This game was early, it was in London. You woke up to fall. You got your coffee going. You might be a little off the snide from the night before. Yeah. You're trying to get your life together. You maybe take a Gatorade and a coffee that day. However, your day uh, starts to unfold. Uh, But you get some football. And this game was a lot closer than I think the experts expected. What a shitty quarterback matchup. Can I put that on? Oh, I mean, (laughs) I mean. Kirk Cuz, he is he is a guy, but I don't know. If what do you guy. do? What do you do with Kirk Cousins? Like you Ooh. see him play, and you're like, "What? Like, are you good or not? I can't tell." And that's been like that he has... since he was in Washington. Well, I mean, hey, he's lasted longer than RG three. As true. terrible as that sounds, very true. Uh, well, ultimately, I would say that he won them the game. Yeah. So high five. Yeah, I mean, field goal. Andy Dalton looking Will nice Lutz. and nice and veteran. I'll tell you that. And Andy Dalton did his thing, and shout out to that guy because he tried to do his thing here but couldn't. But not many quarterbacks can ever do. No their one's thing ever done here. it. <laughs> no, no, no. And I don't even think it, it's even necessary to have a Bears corner right now because I'm just so okay. 
Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> NFC North. To be therapy, Mike. Come on now. No, 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 not yet, not yet. Yeah, we'll get the therapy. Yeah, we'll have it. It's going to be depressing, but we'll have it. Um, so Lions, Seahawks. Uh, we have a a cat and a bird. Um, <laughs> and this game was good a job, shit buddy. Show. <laughs> right, call them out when you one know. One cat, them. one beer. Um, Dude, if you took the over on this game, congratulations. Two very terrible defenses. And I thought the Lions had a shot for a second, but that's yeah. before Amon Ra was out. Yep. Um, I don't know. Josh Reynolds, though, if you had him sitting on your bench in fantasy, which this guy may have. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, no, he, he had a day. Two yeah. touchdowns, eight receptions, just a beast of a day. Jared Goff is outplaying Matt Stafford this year. No doubt about it. Statistics back. It's a shoulder it injury, bro. It's it a shoulder is. Injury. I'm just saying in general, Detroit can't be that angry about it. Um, on the Seahawks side, Rashad Penny, welcome to the freaking party, my guy. He had a great day. DK Metcalf off the schneid of it, too. Like, I, I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to say it. Geno Smith looks good. Don't fucking say it. He looks good, dude. I'm not saying he he's, also a, played, he's a starter. He's he also played the Lions. I, no, I know. I mean, you got to take it with a grain of salt. And he also the played the four. How do you look against the 49ers, Vince? Not great. He looked like a backup quarterback, <laughs> didn't he? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, All right. All he right. shouldn't there be starting. He shouldn't everybody's, be starting, but that was a Everybody's like, oh, Gino's a guy. It's like, no, <laughs> no, they played the Lions. Let's, like, pump the brakes yeah, it's on this. The, it's the Mariota okay. game. But, but let's talk about this. Everybody was so high on Aiden Hutchinson getting drafted in the first five picks. I had him one. And I'm like, okay, timeout, timeout. Yeah. This dude, A, undersized. B, against the left tackle, is going to get put on his ass more than most. And it's starting to come to fruition. Um, I don't believe this is a guy. Don't get me wrong. I believe it's a motor thing, as some scouts will say. But I just, he's not Joey Bosa. He's not Nick Bosa. He's not. He's just not. Yeah, I, okay. So I was looking into this too because I was like, what's what's going on? Um, Aiden Hutchinson actually against blocking. He wins, he's won more against like whatever, whatever right tackle it may be. He's won more than the majority of the defensive ends in the league. He is, I believe, top seven as far as winning his matchups. So he's good. The problem is, is there's not a lot of guys around him. And I'm going to say that. Is he I, getting to the quarterback? Is he getting to the quarterback? He's not. Line? He isn't. But okay. in reality, a lot of the Detroit. Detroit Lions aren't either. <laughs> so, I mean, like there is there is a semblance of like, if you're the guy, you're the guy. Um, I'm just not going to give up on him yet because I do think he's actually playing good football. It's just, you know. It, you throw a guy in there, you throw you throw a rich guy into a poor, shitty town, and you're like, all right, good luck, figure it out. That's kind of where he's at right now. Listen, he's a Michigan guy, and I think that's cool, and he's doing his thing, and I think that's also neat, and he's just, okay, but I, all right, bottom end, yeah. Shea McClellan. Okay. Yes, okay. Bottom end, Shea McClellan. It looks similar, too. <sighs> Oddly similar. Yep. And then on the highest end of that, maybe Jared Allen. Maybe Jared Allen. I can do it. Maybe that's a big maybe. So let's just kind of weather our expectations here. I'm high on him. I like him. All right. Vinny's high on him. Let's move on. Um, Who else am I high on, Mike? (laughs) 
Vince is always high on Mitch Trubisky. Just Not ask anymore. him it's over. for three seconds. It's oh, now Call now it. it's over. I mean, you can't. Mitchell Vince. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mitchell Vince. It's, it's not that I thought he was going to be that good. I thought he was going to be better than I expected. Um, he wasn't and isn't, and he got oh, benched. Well. And I was the first person he to text you. Pissed. Yeah. He is so pissed. Um, I feel yeah, bad Vince for the guy. Sent... I do. I don't. Uh, he's trash, yeah. and it shows. And Kenny Pickett comes in with both gloves and – Pulls him up and throws two picks. Three. Sure, but has made <laughs> three oh, picks. Yeah, my, yeah, my <laughs> he didn't look good either. Uh, ran all over the field, though, which uh, gives some sign of pause. Yeah. Uh, because it's like, yeah, that's a rookie move, and you do that enough, you're going to get popped. Give him a week to get prepared um, as a starting quarterback. I think he'll be all right next week. True. Um, I would highly recommend, and looking at George Pickens, dude's going to be a beast. Yep. Pickett to um, Pickens connection is real. It is. And I love the rhyme. Uh, Pat Fryer move. Pat Fryermuth might have been the pick of the year this yep. year for tight ends if you did get him like I did. High five. High five. Thank you, Vince, for giving me that idea while we drafted. You're welcome. Um, You're welcome. Um, but at the end of the day, they don't come out victorious. And the the MILF lover himself, exactly. Zach Wilson, comes Baby. out and just fucking rolls. Listen, he's missing a touchdown INT. pass. Yeah. Who would have thunk? I, I know he threw a lot of picks yeah. and he didn't look that great. But I mean, he won the game. He so. did. Yeah. And that's like, that's a whole gamer thing. It's like when it actually needed to happen, the jets pulled 14 out in the fourth quarter and they took care of business. So I wouldn't take too much stock in this because it is the, the jets and the Steelers and the Steelers aren't the Steelers. Of what you expect. Jets, 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 right. jets. And they were good. And Braxton Berrios might be a good backup quarterback after Joe Flacco and lightning Mike white. Um, you know, they let Zach Wilson run around and throw the ball a lot, and I like to see it. Um, the the running back tandem actually looked all right. I just don't think you could take a lot of stock in this game versus when they're going to play like a team that's worth a shit. Like I, I'm happy to see Zach Wilson oh, no, back. I think he's no. I think he's an absolute electric rod to watch on the field. Like I would never when Flacco was playing and the Jets came out. I'm like, who gives a shit? Right now, yeah, watching but Zach you kind of wanted Wilson, to watch it. You kind of wanted to watch. I'd it. rather watch this. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I'd always rather yeah. watch this. A- anyway, anyway, um, good game nonetheless. Kind of a toilet bowl, but the Jets and Salah—they're taking receipts. I don't know if you know that, Mike. I have receipts. really bad news, dude. What? What? I have horrible news. I <laughs> realized that I marked the sheet wrong. What do you mean by that? Look at the next thing. The Bears Giants. I have you greened out for the Bears. Oh, so we tied this week. I'm sorry. Okay. He did it on purpose, ladies and gentlemen. I I, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. He did it on purpose. And he is a cheeky bastard. Let's move forward. Let's move forward. No, don't let the analytics be your problem. You just can't fucking read. Oh, it's fine. Shit. It's fine. God Vince. damn it. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, that it's fine. kind of funny. Though. Fuck off. Let's. All right. All right. We're going to save that for a different time. So a game I did lose. Yep. Uh, Titans and Colts because Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman don't know how to catch football. Yeah. Um, this game was very much so like, what the fuck? Um, I am so just like done with the Colts. I'm so team. confused. I thought this was going to be a thing. I'm I'm lost. What I'm are they just doing? Like, okay. Yeah, Frank Reich's probably done after this season. I don't think he's a good coach. I really don't. Yeah, I don't think he's that. I think he's a good coach, like a good OC. Not a not a not a head coach. Yeah. No. Right. 
But even so, like a good OC, their offense looks horrible right now. And especially without Dude, Jonathan just Taylor, they're screwed. Or JTT, um, high ankle sprain, going to be dealing with it for the rest of the season. Michael Pittman's a guy, yeah. but, you know, can't get his feet in on two separate touchdown passes that were right there. And he just needs to get that second foot down, and he doesn't. So that's an issue. Um, Mo Alley Cox, though. Too. Yes. Mo Alley Cox, man. Good for you. Go out man. and get that motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, that guy just rakes. Um, he He's going to have a good rest of the year. I would bank on that. Not only that, but for whatever reason, Matt Ryan loves to focus in on his tight ends. Like, take that into account. Yeah, I don't think he, he has that gunslinger in him much anymore. And a lot of times when dudes. He never did. Well, I know, exactly. And he, he definitely doesn't now, you know? And a lot of guys that can't throw far, they get a little playful with it, and they throw a lot to their tight ends. I mean, that's like kind of the way to go. That's like the recipe for what you would assume to be success. And the biggest thing is, too, is if you got Matt Ryan throwing the ball 37 times, like 350 yards throwing the ball, he did a lot. It was just scoring opportunities in the beginning of the game and at the end of the game just didn't come, and they didn't capitalize when they did. And that's the biggest worry. It's like, it feels like the Colts are going to score. They're going to score in the first half or they're not going to score at all. They're the only team with less yards per play this year than the Chicago bears, which is embarrassing because the bears offense is nothing. And they're the only team that's worse than them right now, which is, it's not looking good in Indianapolis right now. (laughs) It's adorable. Let's keep it moving. Anyways, the Chargers, we both predicted, would have a game, and they had a game. Guess what? They did. I don't even really have any money notes on this. The Chargers should have won, and they did. The fact that they only won by 10 is, like, kind of surprising. Damian Pierce. That's yep. why they didn't. Because Damian Pierce is a dog. Yep. Now a pick Mike did get right that Vince didn't fuck the sheet up on, allegedly. <laughs> I'm so, um, I did. I swear um, to allegedly, God. Allegedly. Yeah. I picked the Falcons over the Browns. I thought Falcons I had this in the bag. Victorious. Mine as well just lose Cordero and just be like, yeah, we'll be fine because they were fine. And the Browns defense doesn't look very tight right Mm -hmm. now. Not looking good. Um, They had, they missed their guy though. I will say miles Garrett's back this week. It might be a different game, but we'll see. A lot of Browns fans are hitting the panic button. Game manager, Marcus Mariota. I kind of like him. Is he a starting quarterback? Absolutely not. There's no doubt about it. He's not a game manager. He manages the game. Well, I think they're going to fuck around and actually accidentally become like 500 or just like one game under 500. And we'll I see. think that might be the worst scenario for the Atlanta Falcons this year. We'll see. Time will tell. Yeah. Time will tell. That's the Falcons. Uh, That's Falcons talk. It's Falcons talk. I mean, it's not going to be long. Right. Uh, but another pick Mike got right was the Cowboys uh-huh. and rolling with Cooper Rush because Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz. Bad. And he's not good. And he is droppable in all fantasy platforms. Dude, why was Vince, he? How do you feel the about first that? Two weeks. I feel bad about Carson it. Carson Wentz. Um, why are you gonna feel bad about? I it? I started Carson Wentz last week in my fantasy league. That's the only reason why. He. It's weird. Got like, eight points. A whopping eight points last week. He is. Yeah, he was 
really bad last week. He doesn't seem like he's comfortable in the pocket. And at some point, you're going to be like, hey, you were a high draft pick. You were an MVP candidate. And then something happened. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the yips, whatever it may be. But it seems like every time he gets the ball and he's in the pocket, he's just like in chaos mode. And he's like, oh, fuck, I got to do something with it. And he kind of just either releases it or allows himself a lot. Actually, he runs into his own offensive lineman and allows himself to get sacked. I don't understand. He's like an anomaly. It's like he he's like a wide receiver that decided to play quarterback and that's what ended up happening no he's he's not that athletic i just think the nfl saw him his first year and didn't know how to handle him tore the knee up doesn't have the pop anymore not as fast anymore yep um i think they just rather have cooper rush on their team i mean it wouldn't be a terrible thought process with Dak coming back even though Cooper Rush might be the 2022 Tom Brady. Sneaky. Oh, man. I want to bury that league because there's another Tom Brady coming up right now. But, yes, I agree. He's a, another game manager. He didn't throw the ball that many times. But when he did, he he did it when See, he needed Lamb's to. numbers have gone through the fucking roof yeah. with Cooper Rush. And I know Dak only played one game. But if you look at the numbers game over game over game, I mean, CD is the guy. And of course he is. You're always going to target CD. And Noah Brown's so, still getting catches. I'm just saying that because two weeks Noah ago. Noah Brown doesn't suck. Two don't, weeks ago, you were like, he's nothing. I'm like, I don't know. He might oh. be something. Michael Gallup's back. He's definitely going to get that wide receiver two sure. load. But Noah Brown, a little sneaky guy coming in there, and he's actually playing well. And so are the Dallas Cowboys, which was not my assumption at the beginning of the year. They actually look like they're pretty good. That defense is they're gonna legit. Get they're going to they're 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 not- get Brad. They're going to get Brad. Yeah. They're not winning the division. It's the Eagles division to lose, but yeah. (laughs) To speak of which, good segue. Um, So Jags at Eagles, um, this game was like, whoa, that was to start because the Jags came out hot. And then the Eagles were like, all right, no more baby games. Jalen Hurts kicks it on. Defense shows up. It's just like one thing after another. And Eagles take the game. The way this game started, I was like, all right, the Jags are fucking here, man, because they had a good week last week, too. And I was like, everything's kind of clicking. And then crickets. It was it was so weird. It was like the Jaguars had the whole first quarter. They held the ball the whole time. They had the ball the whole time. Second quarter was the complete flip side. The Eagles only had the ball the whole time. The Jags couldn't do anything. Third quarter, nothing happened. It was, it was the weirdest game because you were like, who's in control of this the whole time? And then at the end, they finally decided to score a little bit. And then you sit there where it is. I, dude, I believe in the Philadelphia Eagles this year. I believe in Jalen Hurts. I think they're a really good team. Hey, Nick Sariani knows how to grow plants, okay? Plants. <laughs> knows how to grow plants, knows how to create dogs, knows how to breed dogs and plants. And they're a winning franchise yeah. now. I mean, who would have thunk it? I wish the Bears could do this, but that'll never it's happen. Impossible. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. But let's move on. Mm-hmm. Um, with all that being said, this is a game that kind of tore at my heartstrings because I picked the fucking Ravens yeah. to win this game, and it looked that way the whole game. I the thought they were winning it game. the whole time. Until the fourth quarter. Yeah. And then Josh Allen does Josh Allen stuff. Now, Vince, my question for you yep. is how long in the league does Josh Allen last running as much as he does, taking as many hits as he does? All of this shit, because it's like they don't have a running game. 
Right. Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, not a running game. No. James so, James Cook's in there too. I expect him to get but, more but carries they, as it goes. But I know he fumbles too much. Right. He fumbles too much. He's been pulled for it. Yep, which is the concern. I Josh Allen is a brick shit house. That is a big boy. And a lot of times he's going into dudes. And a lot of times too, he's rolling out of the pocket doing a nice little fake throw and then running after it. It can't happen for the rest of his career. It can't happen two, three years from now. He's going to keep doing this for a little bit here. They need to figure out their running game. It seems like Devin Singletary is actually having an all right year, like he's going to be okay, but it's just that backfield's been a mess for two-plus years at this point. Nah, I mean, I, I'd like to think that Josh Allen's going to be able to do what he does for a long time, giving his longevity and his body size at the end of the day. He's but, still young, though. He's still right. a baby. I mean, he's like 26, 26? 27. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's still a baby. Are you calling no, me a baby, dude? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Do something. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. baby. You're, <laughs> You're handsome. Thanks. <laughs> What's up, yeah, 26. Anyway. Anyways. Anyways. Um, he's still young, but I just yeah. don't know how long that lasts. And don't get me wrong. He'll always have some sort of appearance of the guy who can move the pocket and do that but that lasts for so long and I worry about him in this offense long term just more so for the fact that he does take the hits he does you know get he gets hit yeah and and that's not good for quarterbacks so and this is their window. I have one this they, they have to win at these in it's hundred percent their window if um, they don't win this year, I don't know. I agree. I have a question for you, too, and I don't know how in-depth you were watching this at that point, but the last drive for the Ravens, it was a situation where, and I was talking to this with my brother, too, where he's like, you have to kick a field goal there. It was a fourth down conversion. Um, the Ravens, brother? the Ra- uh, Nick, naturally. Um, the Ravens decided to go for it, and they didn't get the fourth down, which actually ended up being an interception and a touchback, which worked out worse than they even wanted to. Um, I was on, I was in the side of saying, Hey, you got to score a touchdown here. Cause you know, the Raven, the bills are going to come back. So even, and it was, I had like the bills chiefs in my head where it was like, Josh Allen's just going to come down and run the field and it's going to work out, which technically kind of did happen. Um, I think they have to go for it there and not score three. And then at the end of the game, it kind of seemed like that would have been the move because at least they would have tied it if the Bills kicked a field goal. So in that scenario, I guess this is more of just like a statement in general, but in that scenario, I'm always keen on going for it, especially against a team like this where they're supposed to be like the kings of the AFC. I don't think you give Josh Allen the ball with a couple minutes left when you're only up three, but I might it might just be me. That was a suspect decision. Yeah. Now. You take the points or do you try to get seven? You got to go points. Against that team, you got to just go points. Yeah. Granted, the worst possible outcome did happen to them, but yeah, I mean. I'm with Big Bro. You got to get the points. Against that team, don't fuck around. And I know that's in Harbaugh's nature to be aggressive, but yeah. I'm with Big Bro there. Okay. You got to get the points. Don't be silly. Don't be a don't be an animal. Don't be an animal. Yep. Right. Right. All right. Let's move on. Uh, Cardinals call this. Yeah, you'll hear what we. You'll hear what we I talk mean, about dude, with Norman Nate in a moment here, but yeah, Baker season is. 
over. Yeah. Um, but I will say to the other OU quarterback and the other OU wide receiver yeah. on the other side of the ball, yes, fucking shit lit it up on Sunday. Yeah. Can, 20 plus points. Can they not score great. in the first half? No. Why are they so bad in the first half? It's like they're always have coming no back. no idea. Game. have no idea. But if you're going to bet the Cardinals, just know they start slow and bet the under of every first half. No doubt. Boom. They're not scoring first. I'll tell you that. Boom. No. I'm going to score first. No way. No way. But this I happened. Mean, but how the, we cards, it. the cards this year is not going to be them. So I'll tell you what, I'm not picking no them for the Super Bowl this year like I did last year. That's a fact. Hell no, you probably shouldn't. Vince. Yeah, I, you I probably won't. shouldn't. Don't worry. When when do we do our Super Bowl? We do Super, Super Bowl, Bowl picks. Now. We do Super Bowl picks week nine. Halfway Ooh, through the halfway. year, we do the halfway right. Super Bowl picks, and we're going to see how that Vince goes. was terribly so, wrong last year. I was, yeah, I was good on the weekly picks, and I was very bad on the Super Bowl and playoff picks. So that's going to be a fun or show. I was but, very good on the playoff picks. And terrible on weekly picks, but and that's I'm, why I'm we go well together. If you mix us so both I together, think. we're perfect. So I think. Okay. Um, let's continue to move forward. Yep. Raiders both picked the Raiders. Didn't see it happen in four in a row. This game was a shit show of epic proportion. Even though Russell Wilson kind of had a day, but Javante Williams gets hurt. Yeah, I mean it's this division's really weird. These are going to be the two teams that are under. The Chargers and the Chiefs. Well, we both thought that this division was just going to be like, oh my God, you just don't know. You got Danger Russ because he's dangerous and creepy and fucking sus Subway. and all that it's weird. Fucking just fucking video. It's just, I mean, it's spicy. Um, it's spicy. But with all, but with all that. <laughs> shit was so weird. It's spicy. I hate it. But with all that being said, with all the spiciness, yep. um, it's been terribly, terribly suspect. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs are just going to win the division. I've already come to that decision yeah. because uh, Joey Bose is hurt. He's not going to be back for a while. Uh, Javante Williams is out. And you have Melvin Gordon who has the yips and fumbles and fumbles and fumbles more. And then you have some dude behind him, Boone, I guess. Yeah. It's like a no-name. But no one knows him, um, right? No one knows him. So Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton are about to have a year. And I love to see it because I have Cortland Sutton in fantasy, so I'll take him, and I hope he's good. And you know what? The AFC West, there's still four good teams. There's no doubt about it. I mean, the Raiders really should should not have been 0-4. The Raiders are not a good team. I think they are. I think they're just no. really poorly managed. No, I think it's no, like they're, a they're, – they're, 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 no. Okay. They're not a well, that's that's no. what I'm saying, no. too, is like the no. – the, the No, Falcon, not my first time. Well, right. I know. Time. I know. But – the Falcons might trip up and have the same record as the Raiders, which is a sin. That's all I'm saying. I don't think it's so. The Raiders aren't good, Vince. The Raiders aren't good. They're better than they're better than the they Falcons. stumbled upon a win because David Carr is David Carr. Derek, but yeah, his brother rocks too. <laughs> his brother got <laughs> pick a D and put it in front of their name. Antonio Carr Antonio awesome. Brown's final answer. I picked a Antonio. D. Thank you. All right. <laughs> the Patriots go against the Packers. I said it last week. This used to be a really whoa, fun matchup, but whoa, whoa, what? this game was close. It was closer than most. And when you said new Tom Brady, guess what? New Tom Brady on the Patriots, maybe? No. Bailey Zappi, baby. He rocks. No. He looks like who they would hire Mac Jones or like Mac Jones's actor in a documentary about Mac Jones. They look so similar. It's weird. They look oddly alike. It is very weird. Yeah. But it's like, hmm, let's carbon copy a white guy. 
Yeah, really. Here is another <laughs> white guy. And you're like, oh, does he play quarterback for the Patriots? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is he was pretty good. He looked, hey, yeah. didn't didn't turn the ball over, kept them in the game. Third okay. string quarterback coming in, throwing 15 times and bringing the Packers to OT. That is an all right time for you. Are the Patriots good? Absolutely not. That was fun, though. Is Ramondre Stevenson good? Yes, he is. Yeah, so is Damian Harris. It's good rushing. I mean, running back backfield right there. Yep. Just two former uh, Bama guys. And also on the other side, too, I mean, that Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, when Aaron Jones gets it going and A.J. Dillon can be a feature back, that is a scary scenario. I feel oh, like Aaron Jones is a beast. Yeah, but I feel like he hasn't he hasn't. Oh, I not. I feel like he hasn't been doing that much this year. It's been kind of a lot of the A.J. Dillon show and Aaron Jones has only been kind of like slowly sort of getting getting into it. I feel like this is more of a coming out party of the year. Yeah, time's got to tell on this. Yeah, time's got to tell. I, I, I'm not banking on the Pats this year or for years to come. No, it's just going to. And I love that. Face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's move to our Sunday night matchup. Mm-hmm. This game, I thought Tom was going to be capable of coming through um, and making it happen. Um, but uh, yeah, no. I know the no, Chiefs won, but work. do you think Pat's jealous of Tom? What, what do the Pats have to be? No, 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 no. Uh, Pat Mahomes, is he jealous of Tom Brady about the whole divorce thing? Because <laughs> I'd be. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Pat Mahomes making a half a bill. No, it's not brutal. Yeah. It's probably honest. Facts. Pat Mahomes <laughs> making a half a bill dating his high school girlfriend. Probably like, oh, Tommy, how do you, how did you do this? Yeah. Hey, you hooked me up with the lawyer. Let me know how. Hey, it goes. you got a lawyer? Because I want to know who it is. <laughs> that's how maybe it that's, feels. Maybe, maybe is that how that post game convo went? Much just might have. Hey, Tommy. Like, hey, Tommy. Like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. Man. She's fucking whacked. I'm following your lead. Because by the way, she has crazy eyes. Yeah. That woman has crazy. What's her one? Brittany? Brittany Matthews. Whoa, yeah. Matthews or Mahomes? I don't even know. It's probably Mahomes because they're married. But anyways, um, with all that being said, um, I just, yeah. Dude, if you look at the numbers from year over year, that offense is the exact same yeah. with Tyreek Hill or without him. So shout out Andy Reid. That guy is a fucking genius. Yeah, he knows He knows what he's doing. He knows how to find a quarterback. Uh I saw a clip of Mahomes talking to Matt Nagy, and I was like, leave him alone. He's going to be okay without you. Uh, Pat Mahomes is electric. Don't forget it. If someone leaves, you're like, oh, shit, he's going to suck now. He's not going to. The one person I want to shout out, and I appreciate him because he's on every team that I have as well, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is having a great year, and I want to see him continue this. I think Tyreek leaving allows him to be a little bit more of a gadget guy than he was before. And I love to see it. I mean, if you're going to carry 19 carries, get 100 yards, sure, that's not great. But he's also electric in the pass game, and he's he's a touchdown king. Especially that little dump off that Pat Mahomes had in the in the back corner of the end zone to Clyde. That was just a nice little Pat Mahomes special. That's what you expect out of the guy. Well, Vince, I I love your optimism. I just don't think it's going to last. Um, We're four weeks in, and he's been consistent every single week. We're a quarter way through the season. Right. Yeah. So why change the game well, plan now? They're three and one. I mean, you got a point. You got a point. I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm not going to say you're wrong at all. Yeah. But yeah, time will tell. 
that's all I'm going to say. CEH, a lot of people are saying sell high because they don't believe. I've been seeing that. It's continuing. I'm not selling them anywhere. Okay. That's my boy. It's my sweet prince. Well, let's go to a a pick that Vince thought was a sweet prince, but, you know, Mike brought him back down to earth from an analytics standpoint. Oh, my Uh, God, this game. Call the the 49ers. And just to say from the standpoint that Josh McDaniels is Sean McVay's daddy uh, because he has not been capable of beating him fucking once. Josh McDaniels? Ah. Kyle Shanahan. Josh McDaniels can't, Kyle coach, can't coach a football team at all. Kyle Shanahan. No, he can't. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan against Sean McVay. Yep. Big one. Mm-hmm. Daddy. Handsome boys. Um, yeah, no, I think this team, and like I get it because Trey Lance is a young guy. This team runs better with Jimmy G at, at the helm just because he's been here for a while. Debo Samuel is so fucking good. <laughs> he is Dude, so Debo good. on that touchdown. Holy pass, shit. God. Did you see how hyped Jimmy G was? Like, I would have been even more hyped than Jimmy G at yeah. that stage of the game. Seriously, it was insane. Like, his ability is just... I felt like there was going to be a drop-off with the whole contract year thing. No, sirree, that is just not true. Debo Samuel is a weapon. Oh, dude, Debo is Debo. He's a, he's the man. And, and a lot of people were like, oh, contract here, he got paid, blah, blah, blah. No, don't matter. Nope. Not and, and Jeff stadium. Wilson, dude. Jeff Wilson ran his face off. Um, quick question though: Is George Kittle just done? Do you just write him off? So, and this pisses me off too because I also have him on fantasy. I'm done with the fantasy talk, but he. And if you watch, like, I didn't watch the all twenty two, but I saw some clips from it. He's such a prolific blocker, and he's so good at it, and he blocked so well this week. Pass catching is just not a thing that they're doing with him right now. And it really sucks. Two receptions, 24 yards. He, he was good when he got the ball. It's just, it doesn't seem like he's part of the system anymore. Cause they're not sure if he's going to stay in or not. So they're not going to like make plays for him. I assume that's going to start happening more as the year goes on, but he is a blocking tight end and he takes his pride in that. And you can kind of tell it when they're playing. Uh-huh. Had a touchdown pass, but didn't get two feet in. Nope. So, Fun fact. Fun fact to that guy. Well, we both tie this week. Another tie. Sorry about that. Second tie in the season. (laughs) It's all right, Vince. Yeah. You're an asshole. It's fine. Whoopsies. Fook you. Whoopsies. Um, Let's have a small bear's corner. Yeah. Because I am depressed and I'm not even going to roar. You just got to make a little... Talked enough today. And, That's hibernation bear. I'm not even fucking doing it. I'm not even fucking doing it. Hey, the bears are hibernating for winter. You can already tell. The Bears lost this game. Yeah. When the Giants had no starting quarterback. They were running quarter. Saquon Barkley at cornerback in like a wildcat and then throwing Daniel Jones out on the left as a decoy, even though everybody knew that he couldn't play. That was a mess. I mean, the Bears. You call this. I mean, you you just made the most Bears decision ever. You're like, no fucking way. Right. And like, I like. My, and I didn't want to believe it, but I'm like, we could beat the Giants. It could happen. I have a good buddy from Massachusetts, and he's a Patriots fan. And he likes to wallow in my sadness with me because he lives in the city. Um, he texted me. He's like, how bad are you going to feel if the Bears lose to a team that doesn't have a quarterback at all? And I said, not any worse than I would feel in general because that is just normal shit here. The only person that you can kind of 
get excited for in this game. Darnell Mooney had a good game. Khalil Herbert seems like he's that guy. It's just there's nothing, man. They're like the fact that they're two and two is a blessing because there's just nothing. When I'm watching them, I'm like, all right, well, this is just. Well, a and I, I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's a game plan thing because I look at Justin Fields and I'm like, okay, I think they need time, guy, man. He has the intangibles. He is, yeah. He is athletic. He has a great arm. He can put the ball places not many people can. So I don't know what the disconnect. It feels is. like reads. I feel like he's just taking this first read and it's not happening. And he's taking off. I don't think he trusts okay. his line. And I think his line is doing a relatively decent job. They're not a horrible offensive line this year. Well, for good reason. I mean, for good reason. I mean, why, why would you trust that line? They're shit. Right. But I mean, they're not blocking that horribly this year, especially if you like look at the breakdowns, like they should be worse than they are technically. But also he, ex- he can't I think pass he's, block. I think he he's can't. over. He's over-anticipating the rush, which is not what you want. And it's similar to the Carson Wentz thing, which is scary because this guy has all the intangibles. Like you said, he's got a rocket of an arm, but it's like the ball should be in a place and he's not doing it because he's too concerned about getting his ass beat every every week. And it just, you know, it drives you nuts after a while. No, I don't. Well, that's what I'm him. saying. And I don't even want to, like, I'm not going to say he is a guy or he isn't, but I do think they need time to get this offense in play but also, we've been saying this for fucking 15 years. Plus, their offense always needs to get moving. They've been trying to get moving since 2003. Like, what's going on? Rebuilding since 1985. Seriously. Let's move on. Uh, week five picks. Yep. Let's start it off, Vinny. Here we go. All right. We Let's got, go. We got the Colts at the Broncos. Who do you got, Mike? Ooh. I like it. Um, I'm going to go with the Colts. You're going to take the Colts. I'm going to take the Broncos. Let's start off with a little bit. Um, okay. We got why? Well, I'm taking why? the Broncos. Yeah. I why? don't trust the Colts as far as I can throw them. I'd rather have Russell Wilson. But than Matt you Ryan have, okay. You have Russell Wilson yep. who's injured coming into this week. Oh, yeah. And then you have no running back. Right. You have like, like which you could also say to the other side. But Naheem Hines is serviceable. Right. They'll just throw the ball. Melvin Gordon's good. Let's do ding. We'll see. I'll take him. Why are you trying to get All me right. to change my opinion? Maybe you'll. I'm not trying to get you. Maybe you'll finally opinion. win a week here. Um, I'm trying to oh, <laughs> Gi- oh, oh, oh. Giants at Packers. Who do you got, Mike? <laughs> go Packo. You're taking the Fuck Packers. Off. He said, "Go Packo." Yeah. Can you say it a little Fuck louder, off. please? Fuck off. I'll take the Packers. <laughs> yeah, of course you will. <laughs> um, all right, Lions at Patriots. Shit bowl. Lions, Pats, yep. at the Patriots. Yep. Ooh, see, this might be one of the tougher picks of the week. I agree wholeheartedly. You know, because it's like two teams, not really good, and you're like, Amon Ra comes back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mac Jones doesn't. Mac Jones doesn't, but this kid does. Bailey. And what's his name again? Bailey Zappy. Zappy. Zappy with a full week to prepare. Badass name, too, overall. Hmm. In New England, mm-hmm. running game, Judon almost beat the Packers. Interesting. I'm going to roll with the Pats. I'm taking Motor City Dan Campbell. Oh, let's fucking Lions. go. Let's fucking go. I think they got to win this week. I fucking hate the Patriots. So move on. Chargers go to Cleveland and play the Browns. Who do you got? 
Chargers, let's go. Chargers, I'm also taking the Chargers. I can't trust the Browns as far as I can throw them. Texans at Jaguars. Hmm, Jags. Yeah, it's the Jags got to come back and have a good week. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to play well this week. So I'm taking yeah, the Jaguars too. as well. T-Lore will be good. Uh, AFC yeah. South matchup, or NFC South, excuse me. Falcons at Buccaneers. Oh, oh Bucks. Yeah, that, oh, that divorce up is going to be awesome for him. I'm taking the Bucs Oh, as Tom's well. going to put up numbers. Yes, sir. And then we got the Steelers at the Bills. This used to be a fun matchup. <laughs> okay. Just locking the Bills. Yeah, Let's go. Easy. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Dolphins at Jets, AFC East. Ooh. No Tua. Game. No Tua. Zach Wilson back. No Tua in the Meadowlands. Hmm. Thought process after thought process as to how we think about this. I'm going to roll with the Jets. Me too. Let's go. Let's go. Book the Jets. It. By the way, Jets are underdogs right now. Yeah. I would take them too. Um, I'm not saying that they're going to win for sure, but I have a feeling about them this week. All right. We got an NFC North matchup. It's not going to bring us a lot of happiness, I assume, but the Bears at the Vikings. Oh, we're going to get fucking shit stopped. Yep. Yeah, go Vikings. It's school all weekend. The Vikings are going to win this shit. There's no doubt about it. (laughs) Oh, well. Uh, We got the Titans against the Communists. Who you got? Oh, Commander, excuse me. I call them the commies. Uh, it's just my, my I, I'm going to take the Titans. Yeah. I don't believe I don't believe in the commies after that week loss. No. Yeah, no. once it's toast, I'm taking the Titans as well. Seahawks yeah. at Saints is Jameis back, Mike. Mm, we'll see, but I am. Uh, everybody's really like obnoxiously high on the Seahawks right now, and I am just not. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to roll with the Saints. Me too, LASIK Jameis baby. Let's go. Yeah, 49ers at Panthers. Fucking 49ers. Lock it in. Yeah, the Panthers are a mess. Rules just waiting to get fired. All right. Fun quarterback battle here. Eagles at Cardinals. Um, Two OU quarterbacks. Big game. Currently, the line right now sits at 48 and a half. Um. I would say bet the over because that's impressive to me. Um, Yet a hundred percent, the Eagles win. I'm taking the Eagles until the Eagles lose. Yeah, I was just about to say, like the Eagles have proven time and time again that they're just not going to lose. Right. So, so we're running with them. We're both taking the Eagles. Cowboys at Rams, enticing matchup, maybe. No. No, the Rams are going to make an example out of them. Go Rams. I'm with you there as well. Sorry to the entire area of St. Louis. I had a training today at my work, and I was talking to a guy about them, and he Oh, don't, 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 no, no, don't. St. Louis doesn't like them. That's what I'm saying. He said we should have a game where people just bet on the Rams to lose, and I was like, that's my guy. He's from St. Louis, so that's the reason I brought that up. All right. they, they, I was just in St. Louis, and we'll get into that shortly. I hate them. Cincinnati yeah, Bengals go to the Ravens. Ooh. Fun game. This is a game. Fun game. This is a game. In um, Baltimore, though. Last time this happened, huh, it was a game. Prime and time, too? Prime time, too? I know. I know. I think Joey B pulls off two in a row. 
I'm rolling with the Bengals. All right, I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens on this. So I All like right. I like that. I think it's really any team's any team's game. So All right. Sure. Monday night matchup. What I felt like in the beginning Lock of the year would have been a fun game. I don't think it's the case anymore. You're taking the Chiefs, I assume, yeah. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? There we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Chiefs all the way. All right, Let's I'm go. taking them as well. So we got a couple couple different picks here. Hopefully, uh hopefully I can take the... There's gonna be some upsets. There's yeah. gonna be some there's gonna be some upsets. There always is. There always is. There always is. There's all there always is. Okay. All hey, right, Vinny. Good luck to you. Esquire, good brother. Good luck to you. Don't, don't, fuck up, don't, don't fuck it up two weeks I'm in a row. I'm trying you know? to. It's a fuck up saying. if I tie you. I get it. I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the false hope, Vince. I'm sorry about that. That was on me. <laughs> that is on you. Yeah. Well, Vince, let's get let's get into some uh, baseball talk yep. because I don't know what else to talk about. Right. Um, Aaron Judge hit 62. Yep. Yeah. It was big. It was really big. I guess. I don't know. I agree, but I also don't at all. Um, I think it was. Yeah, no, I like, I'm just like, okay, it's been done. Like, yeah. Right. Like Sammy Sosa has three seasons above him where he hit more balls. You know, it is what it is. You can have your opinion on who's the real home run king. You look at the record books, Barry Bonds hit 73 home runs in 2001. I'm very sorry about it. Barry Bonds hits better home runs than Aaron Judge. It's been obvious he hit. I love, I, I love how Vince goes. Cubby Vince first round with Sammy Sosa. He huh. he did it three times. He got third, fifth, and sixth. He, he hit 63, 64, it. and 66 home runs in three different seasons. I'm just saying. Steroids were just, a real thing. There's no doubt about it. No one can argue that. Whether or not that happened or not, that is history in the record books. Barry Bonds, 73 home runs. Aaron Judge has the seventh most home runs in a season. And the most in the AL. And that's exactly where I'll leave it. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it's just not that exciting. Now, I did get to witness on Friday evening. Yes. 7.01. I was there in the flesh. Unfortunately, I did not get it on video. I was too sucked up in the moment. Which is fine. I apologize to our viewers. Mm -hmm. Um with all of that being said, what an electric place to watch a baseball game. If anybody ever gets a chance to go to Bush Stadium, highly recommend going. Um, it is a true baseball emporium. That is the best way I could ever put it. Um, it is just, if you are a baseball fan, that's what baseball should be. Everybody is there to watch a game. Everybody is there to root on their team. To give that some perspective, they played the Pirates. They've won their division a what by a fucking a landslide. Yeah, <laughs> it was sold out. It was sold out. From a White Sox fan, I don't know what that is. We've never I felt something know, like I, that before. I don't know what that is. As a fan group, we're just like, yeah, well, cool. You made the playoffs. Nothing's happening beyond that. We'll see you in the playoffs. No one's there really the rest of the year if you clinch that early. Yep. So it, it it's kind of where they are, but like, there's wow. not really much to watch for. You know, you go and you just have fun, and then you but leave. You know, it is a true religion there. It is a yeah. like legit what you live, die, breathe. And what I also love about them as a fan group is they hate the Cubs. So like I mm-hmm. I said, I'm a White Sox fan. They're like, oh, dude, we hate the Cubs too. It's totally cool. Like, welcome. 
I'm like, we have I like, like we're like brothers in arms with them. <laughs> we <laughs> really. really are. Like, we're just like, we understand. And they're like, we're really sorry about this year, man. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you. Thank you. Um, anyway, how um, dare you be so fucking nice? <laughs> how dare you be so fucking nice and kind? I just can't. Um, and then I told my to be uh bride that I may become a Cardinals fan, and she's like, listen. I can handle the White Sox fan thing. That's fine. She goes, but I can't handle a White Sox fan and a Cardinals fan. Yeah, it's so I'm just going to be funny. a closeted Cardinals fan. I'm a I'm a see or not Seahawks. Excuse me, excuse me. Mariners fan for the rest of the season this year. I like what they got brewing over there. It's not going to happen. It's, it's not, happen. but I'd be excited if it does. Hey, I would say it has more of a possibility happening for the Cardinals to potentially win the World Series with all the juju and all that good stuff they have going on. By the way. If you are a Cardinal fan listening to this, I don't want to hear about your fucking problems as a baseball team. Yeah, ever. A, don't want to hear about <laughs> ever. it. Ever. Ever. Yeah. It's like, you know, man, it's just like, you know, we're just really trying to find that third gold glove outfielder. And <laughs> you traded Bader, like, you, you know, fuck. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you guys talking Embarrassment about? Embarrassment of riches. It's like you got Lance Newbar, you got Carlson, you got. Like and and you're just like well you know it's just like we're just really trying to find that guy. It's like when a rich guy's like, pool breaks and then he's like ah oh, my pool's broken. Like, oh, but yeah, you have a ten million broke, dollar house and you have a pool inside. Go sleep. Go yeah, swim in like, there. You fuck. Like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I felt. I looked at my buddy Zach and when he was trying to explain this to me, and I just was like, um, dude, fuck. You. Read the room, asshole. <laughs> Yeah, you got the wrong guy for this. I said, because we have a bunch of first basemen playing outfield. Yeah. And great segue. Yes. So to Comiskey Corner, we're going to Sox 35th. Yes, we are. Which is a very depressing place to be. Indeed. By do. the way, I have uh, six tickets for the rest of the season. Um, but that's over now. Yeah. Because I don't care to go. I mean, I you can't you can't anymore. <laughs> they finished, no, they like finished 81 and 81 officially. They are perfect 500. And that is disgusting. Oh, God. But in better news, Tony LaRussa officially <sighs> out, announced his resignation. Um, I feel like his his speech that he made was actually pretty legitimate. Um, that was the first time that he ever made points where yeah, I actually agree with he him. Said, he said he didn't do his job, and go figure. And that's a fact. And a lot of people were saying it wasn't him. Like a lot of it was him. It was. It's true. No, it was all. There was other shit that went on too. I get it, but he was the. He's the head of it, and you got to be headed if it's not working out. He's out. We'll see what happens. I'm not very hopeful, but well, well, Vince, what happens? Yes. What happens? I'd like to think they're going to bring in a young guy. There's talks about the bench coach for the Astros. I think that would be interesting. And then the Chicago Sun Times reported. Go, go, Joe to the White Sox. Joe Madden, no Gerard. thank you. Pass. Although, hey. Pass. That might be a play. Nope. And here's why. I'm Look at the Angels. No, just Fuck it. We're not the Angels. Are we better than we them? We have actually. Mm, I don't know. Not necessarily. But think about this for like two seconds. Similar constructs. Rebuilding team. Yep. Okay. Guy comes in, had a lot of success in the AL. All right, there's one. Yeah. Two, knows how to build that team up from nothing. Doesn't have to deal with superstars. Doesn't have to deal with bullshit. Has a couple of solid veterans behind him. Might be a play. 
Might be a play. Just saying, I would prefer the young guy. Give me but, somebody that's in yeah. his 30s, 40s, 50s. Don't give me anybody in their 60s, 70s, 80s at this point. I'm done with that. Yeah, true. Well, Vince, time will tell. Sorry, Del Cairo end might be our play too. Depressing note, guys. <laughs> it's not that. I mean, this whole show, I feel like it's like, well, CT, and then you know, this guy's yeah. showing his dick, and everybody's and injured, like, well, <laughs> and everybody's hurt, and everybody's fantasy team is fucked unless you draft Cooper Cup. A quick, a quick thank you to Norman Nate again for joining us. That was probably oh. the most positive part of that entire podcast. So, shout out to that guy, Norman Nate. You are. The, the shred of light that this pod needed. X. And thank you for brightening us up. Even though he's Everybody... depressed about Oklahoma too. So look at that now. <laughs> hey, we got to talk about our things openly. Yeah. You know, that's what X. we do. We vent on this show. We talk we're about honest. it. Will the White Sox break it all down? No. Time will tell. <laughs> no. No. We're going to ride this out through the fucking mud. No doubt. Well, episode 40 is in the books of season two. Vinny, always great seeing you. I mean, I'm not, not like I saw you, but I saw you in spirit. I heard you, bud. Um, if, I heard you. If you guys could do me a quick favor and uh, like this shit and then subscribe to it and then rate it five stars on the Spotify, that would be appreciated. Thank you for the support. You guys are the sweetest peas in the earth. We appreciate you. You know the drill. Uh, and, and once again, uh, this is Mike's thing now. Uh, maybe share it with your cool old grandpa. Do it. Because Show he's a nice guy. And he deserves to listen to this with you. He loves and listening. That's our demographic. Yeah. He does. He does. He we'll knows about he knows about Antonio Brown's hanger. I'll tell you that. <laughs> if he doesn't know, you should show him he's, because if he's like weird and fucked up as we're gonna be when we're that age, like he'd just be interested. Because he'll be like, holy shit, shit. That's a big thing. <laughs> Good for this guy. Good for this guy. Well, on that note, we will be back next week as we always are. Thank you for listening. Subscribe, rate it. See you soon. Peace.